0: Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. Um, before we get into the uh, the Word today, I just want to do a little bit of a quick recap for um, for the, the people that's new here um, about what the Lord told me, me and my wife for us as a church for this next year, for this next season. So uh, when we prayed a little bit earlier um, this year, the Lord uh, gave us four words that he wants us to, to work on f- for this year. And number one was that, he's, that we as a church need to come more into his presence. Okay. So we need to get more into God's presence. Uh, number two is he wants us to pursue as a church, but also as individuals, more intimacy with God. Okay. It, and that means it's it's not just that we know ab- about him, we know scriptures, we can say what's on page six f- 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 verse six, and we know everything in scriptures, but we do not know him individually as, as our God. number three is th- 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 this, this discernment. we also believe that the Lord wants us as a Church to grow in dis- discernment, what does that mean? He wants us to know what it means um, how to to read and see the signs of the t- t- times and w- what it says in its word in his word about it, and that we don't that we don't fall for everything that's being said on f- 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 Facebook and Instagram, but that we f- Follow him and what he says. So we need to learn more um, and know more when he speaks to us and not the world. And then what to do with what he said to us. And number four is he wants us individually and also as a church to be set apart. So what does it mean to be set apart? It means when people look at you, they need to see god they need to see that you are a child of, of god they need to see that you may look like them you may have tattoos and whatever but you are full of light you are full of him like he lives in you that you are a child of god so that's what it, it means to be set apart so um just a quick a story before we begin. It's a little bit about myself that I want to share with you guys. Um, when I was a little guy in a, a, a primary school here in Windhoek, um I had a, a little bit of a hard time in school. You know, when my mom was I'm also there, um, a teacher, and um, that made things. Not better, it made things worse. So uh, little kids, you know, they they can sometimes be really hard on you. So I was in school called Mama's Boy. You know, you you get those things because your um, is there, you're a teacher. uh, um, She's a teacher and everything. Um, And and also I had this speech thing. And kids, they just take that and they run with it. So, I had really a handful um, with my friends, if you can put it th- uh, that way, you know, making f- fun of me and everything, and just, you know, if, if, if you hear someone with this, like a, sp- a speech thing, you think, ish, this guy's is a little bit slow. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> people, they, they, the way they, they look at you, the way they sp- speak at you, you know, they they think, hey, you're a little bit slow, you know, up here, not with what you're doing. Um, and that's all fun and games. But um, with, with uh, as a little kid, you know, those things, it it sticks in your mind what uh, uh, people say and do. And um, I g- grew up um, primary school and high school thinking I was not one of, those faster thinking people, you know, it takes me a while to get something. Um, so that happened a lot. And it also that dread, it really kills your self confidence. Um, so um, 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 uh, when, when I became an adult, or after school in a way, all those things begin to, um, to, to influence like, how I live my life, how I make decisions. I became scared of taking decisions because I don't feel confident in taking a decision, so I don't take decisions anymore. So I like someone else to take a decision. So that and that whole thing happened with me. And then when I was in the army or wherever else, you know, people they loved me. I was just the most amazing guy. You know why? because I was the best supporter, f- follower. I supported leaders 110% and they loved me, like this guy, he has an amazing heart, like, whoa, awesome. But, but in essence, if you, if you think about it, God called me also to be a leader, but I didn't lead. Because of all these things that happened with me, I became a good supporter. Because then I don't have to lead. I don't have to make decisions. Someone else can make the decisions. I'll just support them. So it's all these things that that um, that, that I want to speak uh, um, about today. That there was things spoken over my life, and I begin to believe those things. I and that belief, I made my truth. Although it was a lie, I believe it is my own truth. And I lived that way, and it took um, it took many years. And I think it's still, well, I know it's still something that the Lord works hard on me to remove from my life. So today I want to speak about those things, you know, those, those things that's, that's going to stop us from from Receiving and walking in the full presence of, of God, from having intimacy with God, from having dis- discernment, from being set apart. Because having these things in your head and living according to those truths, which is actually a lie, it, it removes God's truth about who you are. Amen. Amen I so I'm going to speak about today about pulling down strongholds, pulling down strongholds. but before I start, I just quickly want to pray again. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We, we, we thank you Lord for this awesome day and we thank you Lord, that we can come now um, and just be in your presence lord that we can just be here now and learn more about you about your love lord god that we can be here and learn more about your father heart for us lord jesus and i pray lord that that you will open up our hearts and our our minds today that we can fully understand what you want to speak to each of us today and I pray, Lord, that if there's any distractions now in here or in our minds, that you will remove that, that we can completely f- focus on you and your word today. And I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will come today and reveal your, t- your truths through your word for us today. Amen. 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 So um, I'm, I'm going to st- st- start off by speaking or, or by, by saying what is a stronghold? What is the definition of a stronghold? Now a stronghold, it is things that the darkness or the enemy uses to keep you from perceiving what is truth. So it is, it is, it is what the, the enemy puts in f- of you and then you think it's truth but it's actually not a truth it's from the enemy so it's a lie it's not a, a a demonic force that you can just go out in jesus name and boom, it's gone it's not something that you cast out it's something that you pull down we heard that as well in that song and it's also in the scriptures that we're going to read today and it's also not something it, that we can see. It's like, it's like having a, a permanent filter over our eyes. Our kids, it's, it's been there for so long that we don't even know it's there. And so we constantly look at our life and situation, everything, through those filters. Amen? Amen. Let's turn our um, Bibles to... 2 corinthians 10 and we're going to read from the verse 3 to 6 and i'm going to read for you guys from the new king james version 2 corinthians 10 from this 3 to 6. okay and if you don't have your your bible it's also on you version your bible app okay verse 3 for though we walk in the flesh We do not war according to the flesh. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. It says it right there, for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity, the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I'm just going to read that again from verse 3 to 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So when we have strongholds, it makes us war against the flesh. Um, how's your arguments with your spouse happening lately? If you think about it, what you argue about is things of the flesh, not things of God. So those arguments come from somewhere there might be a stronghold, just a thought. In verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare, that's us as believers, are not carnal, so it's not from the flesh. So, it's the opposite of strongholds. um, But mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So... Uh, 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 Paul says also in if 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 Ephesians four, it's not on the, the, the board, but 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 you guys can um, look it up. Verse Ephesians four, verse seventeen to t- 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 twenty four, he asks of us to leave behind as believers to leave behind our old person. What does that mean? If we have past issues that we know about or if we are now in church and we hear something and the holy spirit reveals to us a new thing that we we, we 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 didn't know um, it was there and then he says leave it behind work it through get rid of it because he wants us to live in freedom he wants us to um, as we grow more mature in God, more mature in our our spirit, Like the more we get of God, how can we allow and let those issues and strongholds stay in our lives? He wants us to get rid of it the more mature we get in Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen? And the Lord, He constantly gives us a opportunities in church with friends with a- a courses or whatever to get rid of those strongholds but it's up to us again as individuals do we want to hold on to it because it makes us feel safe and comfortable or are we gonna get rid of it and believe the lord for something new something better we go from glory to glory amen 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 so what are st- what are st- strongholds then? It's not so something that we can can f- physically um, see it and smell it and stuff. Like for instance, um, I can I can use the aircon as example. Maybe not today, but normally, you can feel the air on your skin, but you can't necessarily see the wind blowing so you can feel it on your skin the cold or the warm but you can't see the substance of it like where it's from you just feel the wind and strongholds is, is in a way like that so you can you can see the um, the, res- um, the effects of it but you can't necessarily see where it's from make sense Amen. Amen. So, and it's, it's an attitude that keeps us from embracing Christ-likeness. So I'm going to give you guys a few examples, because there's like a whole heap. I'm just going to name a few. Number one is, it's an area in your mind where the enemy... Or, darkness still has a foothold and controls you. What does that mean? It means that the longer you allow that stronghold and that thing in your mind and in your life, the, 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 the harder it becomes for you to perceive God and what is good and what he wants for you. Let me um, explain this quickly. Um, can I get two volunteers, Stefan and Jacques. They have no choice. Um, Stefan, come here, come closer. Sit near the chair so on. Bring the machine. Shine your light. You can put it on your head. It's free from COVID. I promise. Jack, you hold one of these. Yeah. So, uh, 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 I want you to take one of those and just, just hang it in front of Stefan. So, you guys now can see the light. That light uh, represents him being able to discern the law, to discern what's good, and, and and all those things. But now, because he has strongholds, um, I think one of his strongholds is he doesn't, he chomp, I heard that. Um, anyway. Because he has strongholds, he can't perceive 100% what the Lord wants for him, what the Lord says for him and ab- about him. And he just sits with it. So his perceptions become a little bit blurred. Another one. You can do this, Jock. No, it's okay like that. Just, yeah, Perfect. How's the light now? It becomes dimmer and dimmer. And if you, p- you put on another one, that's the last one. That's fine. Dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Thanks, guys. You guys can go and sit down. So, in the middle. Thanks. So I'm not sure if, th- if that makes sense, if that puts a picture in your mind of what a stronghold can do. So don't let it stick in your mind or in your body or wherever. Number two is um, it's anything that does not align you with the life that God has for you. So the longer you keep a stronghold in your life, the stronger it gets the harder it gets to remove later on in your life. So if you know about it now, if you are um, aware of it now, do something about it now. Otherwise, it's going to be hard, harder, I mean the end, later in your life. Just uh, Just quickly go back to the scriptures. Um, you guys know about this story about, uh, um, about Israel that left um, Egypt and then they were for 40 years in the desert. So why were they there for 40 years? It's because they had sp- spiritual strongholds. For all those many years that they lived in Egypt and they worked there as slaves, they began to have that slave mentality. And when the Lord came and said, hey guys, I'm going to take you to promised land, and they said, yes, come on Lord, let's go, let's go to the promised land, and they went, and a few days in, they said, but, but God, but, but now what? So they didn't realize the freedom that they now have in a God that set them free, they didn't make that their own, they didn't make that their truth, and their reality and they went back to that slavery mindset and a trip that must have been a few weeks days became 40 years because they didn't do something about it they they didn't perceive who lord um, who who the lord was uh, for them and they allowed that um, in the end that that whole generation did not even enter the promised land they all died except a few guys. Okay, so it's really imp- imp- important if there's something in your heart or stronghold and the Lord reveals that, you do something about it and remove it. It's actually serious. Okay, um, so stronghold gives access f- um, for darkness to enter our lives. To the degree we allow strongholds in our lives is the degree we Allow it to influence us, of, 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 of our um, f- money, finances, of families, and everything. And here's he the hard thing: like we we constantly hear we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve God or more the enemy. So when we walk, and we know about these issues in our lives. But we don't do anything about it. So it's a little bit here, Jesus. and A little bit here, darkness. Hello. And we walk. A little bit, Jesus, a little bit, darkness. And we don't do anything about it. Someday, sometime, something will happen and we're going to fall one way or the other. Most likely because we give access and we allow darkness in our lives, we will go this way. Okay, and, and then we ask, yeah, but we pray, and God, He doesn't answer our prayers and everything, like, what's wrong, God? But you don't allow Him to fill that gap. You don't allow Him to fill you fully, every part of your being. And now we ask, but where is God? But we choose not to have Him there. We choose to hold on to this because it makes us feel safe, comfortable. Uh-uh. Choose God, choose God, so and it makes us act on issues of our soul, our mind, will and emotions i 'll talk a little bit about more uh, a little bit more about that later and in summary, what are strongholds? Um, it causes our logical thinking to be rooted in a lie that we believe is true, and then we act according to it. One last thing about that. Say, for instance, you take a new child, a new, t- a new child, uh, a, a young, it's new, just smells like a fresh new car, some of it. Uh, okay, so uh, there's a little child, <laughs> apologies, um, and you tell that a, a, a child from a, a, a day one, you know what, you're dumb and you're ugly, and you just speak it and you act. That, like that uh, w- w- with him they will start t- to believe it because that's what people say and when they start t- to believe it they make it their truth and then that's the way th- they will one day live and react make sense so they then believe that lie and they live according to that and that is st- that becomes our stronghold in their lives and that little kid might be like, uh, next um, Einstein, but because of what he now uh, believes, he's being held back. Okay, so, how do I know that I have strongholds? How do I know that I have strongholds? Do you struggle with, who's got ang- anger issues? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> who's got anger issues? So when you, um, when you, when you're in a situation and someone says something or they do something, man, and you just flip, you just want to go all a, a ballistic on them or, or whatever. Like, there's there's something there that triggered that anger. What is that? It's a stronghold. It's it's something that you, you need to work through because you might perceive that situation totally wrong. It might not even be what the individual meant or what they did, but just there was so something in your mind. It just made you flip. That's a stronghold. Um, if someone says something and you get offended quickly, heavily, intense, it's a, str- it's a stronghold. It's a fun fact that I want to give you guys. I'm not sure if it's on there, but um, <laughs> You cannot be offended if you don't have any strongholds in your life. So any offense, little or big, that which if, 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 if offended you indicates there's a stronghold. Because it, it sometimes we don't know we have a stronghold. So th- th- these are little things that we can, can look at and see, okay, whoa, uh, I've got a... There's, there's something there. I, 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 I might need to work on it. Um, I wrote a few things here. This, the, f- the, f- the first one is also an interesting one. Um, I'm just going to name a few, not everything. So when you're always right, and others are always wrong, you always have an opinion about everyone and everything, and your opinion counts, and you begin to believe your own opinion as truths, when someone then disagrees with you, man, you either you take offense or you flip or something else, Um, let me get vulnerable again, so sometimes me and my wife have issues, and we disagree about things, sometimes not always i love my wife so so then she comes and she i i allow her cuz i'm i'm the i'm the good one in the relationship the right one so i allow her i allow her to make her point but while she talks i don't hear a word what she says i'm thinking ahead of everything that whatever she says, I've got an answer for that, I've got an answer for that, I've got an answer for that, because you know what, I know, I've, I'm a little bit older than her, I'm a little bit more gray and everything, I know, I've been there, I've, I've done that, I know, she can't tell me anything. Man, and when she stops, and I begin to answer her on everything that she said, <laughs> it's less pastoral. <laughs> so, I love my wife, but um. But again, that's, that's something s- simple, but it's, it's true. Like it's, it, it, it means there's, there's something now that you said, and I want to, I want to be the right one because I'm, I'm right. I'm the older one. And, but that's a stronghold that I have. I'm not always right. My, my opinion does not always count. It's as simple as that. My wife says amen on that one. We will we will take this discussion further um, afterwards. So yeah. So uh, again, just I just want to come back to that bit that says I'm always right. Um, so I've got one more thing to say. <laughs> is when you are always right and um, others are always at fault. What then? Then what we do is we begin to um, blame. What is happening to us on circumstances or what the people did you know because because um someone did this, I had to do this, so unfortunately, so they are wrong, and I'm right because they did that, I had to do this, like it's always someone else's fault oh, 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 oh. And, and what does that mean? It means I don't take responsibility for my own issues. If I don't take responsibility, then it, it means that um, I don't have to work on my issues. I don't have to um, deal with my issues because it's their fault. And then you come into a, an argument or whatever with, with uh, some other clever individual and they put you in a corner because they know more than you and no, they are truly right. And now I become a victim just because, it's, but, but it's because of this, this and this that I, I, f- I feel now, I feel this way, I feel angry, I feel I get addicted to whatever else. It's because this happened in my life. Like. Whew. The world is against me. And now you begin again with a victim mentality. That's a stronghold. That's a sign of a stronghold. Lastly, about that one thing, because you're always right. And I had this for a long time. I don't have to ask for forgiveness. Because it's not my problem. Like, you're the one at fault. Bad, bad Johannes. Okay, and number two is, (laughs) (laughs) and number two is, um, something else that's a sign that we have strongholds is we begin to justify our addictions. Whoa, what is that? If you're into drugs, um, but you had a really hard life, you know, and it just, use it as a, coping thing, you know, and, and, and yes, we all have hard things in our lives, um, but it's not necessarily according t- t- to the word. We ca- cannot use what happened to us as an excuse to turn away from God. So, so yes, it's hard, and we understand that. Um, pornography, it's a big one. We always speak about that, and that's men, men and women. That's all the older, the mindset—it's only men that's—it's uh, that's not happening anymore. It's men and women. Why do I struggle with porn? <sighs> you know what? We have some issues in our uh, marriage, and um, man isn't it? man? You know, you have to do something to um, just to sort of alleviate stress a little bit and things. So it's it's okay, you know, because that that keeps me from from arguing with my sp- my spouse. So it's rather do this keep the peace it's fine no it's not it's it's something that you give into so you allow that thing to come into your life and the lo- the, lo- the longer you allow that thing it becomes a stronghold and then you're going to struggle to pull that thing down fears fears um there's some s- Someone I know that, that's really afraid to drive in a car. Why? Because they were long ago in, in, in an accident and something happened that time and, and they had a fear, but they left it there. They didn't work it th- through. So that fear became a stronghold in them and now you don't get them in a the car. There's just no way they would rather walk wherever. Then drive a car, win a car. Um, here's a hard one. Not giving to church, because why? We believe sometimes we grew up minded as well that if you give to church, you give to an empty, bottomless pit. It's just giving, giving, giving Mm, money to church. Like why? Nothing is happening. Wait a minute. When we read our scriptures, Bible. talking about strongholds, and we know what it says in here. We, we don't give to church, but wait, we are the church. So if we don't give to church, we don't give, we, we don't invest in ourselves. It is the Lord's money that whatever resources that he wants to, to, to use to, to, to build into us, to make us stronger so that he's, his kingdom can expand. Make sense? So that's a stronghold thinking that we must change. It's not healthy. Um, I'm running a little bit behind time and I still have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and number three, I think, oh, I'm not sure if it's on there. Can you guys see? Um, there's there's three things as well that that gets influenced, that de- deteriorates in our lives when we have strongholds, and that is our soul. That's our mind, spirit, emotions. Our relationships with people, with and um, also with God, and also lifestyles like how we live. And I'm just going to quickly say something short about. I mean. Each of those things, and then, and then we go on. So, about your soul. Um, it causes spiritual disorientation. You know, you, you, you heard God, for instance, like and you had to make a, a business decision, and you prayed. So you heard God, but then you were thinking. So I heard God, but well, was it Him, or was it not Him, or was it the enemy? And then it's just total confusion. And now, what should we do? So it brings that spiritual confusion, because you don't fully hear and see what the Lord has for you anymore. Okay? That's a stronghold in your soul. Um, And when you struggle with that, uh, when you don't know, uh, uh, was it from the Lord or not? Again, what happened with me is um, when, when you make this dis- dis- decision and it's not what you expected, the outcome is not what you expected, you begin to not make decisions anymore because you're scared the outcome is not going to be what you want anymore. So again, it becomes a stronghold, so you begin to act out of fear. So now you let someone else make a decision for you. You choose into a government who you want, let them make the decisions, and then you turn away. And then when they make the wrong ones, like, hey, let's kill babies and things, and they whoa, wait, wait, what? Yes, but you chose them there, you let them decide for you strongholds. If we can quickly read 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. This is a a verse, I'm not sure if it's on there, but it's something that we all quote and we hear a lot on the internet. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. It says the following, um, 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14, it says the, the following, if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So we hear that quite a fair bit on f- Facebook and YouTube and everyone in South Africa a lot. Like, kom, Owens, come land. Come on, the Lord wants to heal our land. Let's turn from our wicked ways. And again, the scriptures here talks about believers, not unbelievers. So for for the Lord calling us to be humble, it means what? If he calls us to be humble, it means that between us as believers, some of us are full of pride. We are not humble he talks to us, His church um, and, and then why do we not see healing in our land? Because we pray this thing, this prayer, we pray this scriptures but it means nothing and you put it on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and you put it tattoo on your arm of the Lord this this land but you don't change in your heart, you don't make a real difference in your heart then healing won't come because the Lord can't condone your lifestyle. He says here, first humble yourselves, then I will. Make sense? Make sense. Amen. Um, so it means just that we have to take responsibility for our own spiritual lives. Because God will one day ask each and every one of us alone. Not in a group, he'll ask you alone. Hey, what did you do? Like you are responsible for your own salvation. You are the one that said yes to God, not not the the pastor. Amen. And also, um, I'm nearly done. It influences our relationships and lifestyles. So, if any of this sound unfamiliar, it's a sign of a stronghold. Um, envy, strife. Anxiety, depression, friendships that are breaking up. You know, when when someone says something to you, like, "Hey, nice top," and and you think, "Nice top." So, why does he think that? Does he think I don't have other um, other nice tops? Like. Can't I? You can't like I'm. I'm always wearing something good. You can't see I'm wearing something good. Does he think I'm cheap? So you just put this thing in your mind, and you just run with it, and that's not the intent of the um, the, the other um, person. So we we read into situations, and then we let this thing in our mind grow, 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 and in the end, splits up friendships. It's just uncalled for. I mean, so um, it steals our love, our joy, um, our overall well-being. It makes us um, give in love, but with str- 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 strings attached. So, you know, I will humble myself, and I will give you a hundred bucks, because I know, man, you're struggling, so I'm just, like, and I'll go home, and I'll, to tell my wife i gave him 100 bucks i'll tell my mom and my dad and I'm, I'm like watching my phone when is that thank you going to come through he hasn't thanked me yet on huh? dunk so i'm expecting something in the back i give but with strings attached it means there's a there's a struggle that i i struggle with acceptance and recognitioning. um It causes partial obedience to the direction that the Lord has for you. So, one last thing about signs of strongholds, you can also see it in church. Strongholds keep churches from growing. What do I mean by that? It keeps people, because we are the church, um, it keeps people from making decisions. Which leads to commitment, taking action. So we don't like to to commit to to coming to church, to becoming member, to serving on a team, because if we commit, we have to sacrifice something. So we'll wait until the last minute. Maybe there's something else that will happen that will make our life a bit easier. So it it, it stops people. The people from acting, from n- 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 committing, which means what? It al- a- allows us to do what is right and feel comfortable in our own eyes, not what it says in sc- sc- Scripture, because in sc- Scriptures it says that we have to be involved in church, that we don't forsake c- c- coming, um, a- a- gathering as a church. It says that in Hebrews 5. So that's what that means. Um, so we, we begin to do things which is right in our own eyes. And if it's right in our own eyes, it means we are directed not by God, but by ourselves. And we are directed through our filters. So we actually walk around nowhere. So when we work on those things, we, we as a church become one, there is uh, unity. And it says in Psalm 133 that where there is unity, God commands a blessing. Amen? Amen. 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 So uh, unity is a result of strongholds being pulled down. Um, what does the Bible say about strongholds? Um, if we can put up... Uh, uh, um, Glossians 2, verse 14 to 15. Colossians 2, verse 14 to 15. Is it on there? Okay. And I'm going to read that from the Amplified. It says, Having canceled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting of the note, the bond, with its legal decrees and demands, which was in force and stood against us, hostile to us, this note with its... Re- through regulations decrees and demands um, he set aside and cleared completely out of our way by nailing it to his cross god disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us um, and made a bold display and public example of them and triumphing over them in him and in it the cross so what does that mean in short is those strongholds, Jesus gave us the, the, the power through what he did on the cross to disarm that. Because he did it already. So if we are in him, we can do it as well. In short, John 14, verse 30. New King James Version. I will no longer talk much with you. This is now Jesus speaking with his disciples. It says, I will no longer talk much with you, for the the ruler of this world, that's the devil, the enemy, is coming, and he has nothing in me. So Jesus looked, and he saw that within himself, there were no strongholds, no, there were no footprints of anything of the enemy where the enemy can have a foothold or a, a, a hold on him. And that's how he wants us to be as well. No foothold f- for the enemy, that the enemy has nothing in common with you, nothing. Not just a little bit. Lastly, how do I get free? How do I get free from strongholds? when we do something intentionally about it. You, you can't just come to church and let us pray and just hope for the best. There's, there's something each and every one of us as well must do from our, our side. God gives each and every one of us here the tools to do something about it. So we're either going to do something or not, we'll have to choose. So how do I get free? Um, we have to, um, every day, put on the spiritual armor of God. That's in Efe- Ephesians 6. And we should not forget the Bible, the, um, the, the, the Bible's sword, because in here is the truth. Str- strongholds are lies, so how do you counter a lie? With the truth so you have to know the truth the truth will set you free um, i mean i'm just gonna because you have to put on your spiritual armor your thought your thinking when something tr- triggers you in your mind take that thought captive what does that mean it means something happens and you take that and you say Jesus, this offended me or it made me angry. I'm not sure why. Here it is. Tell me why. What is it about that thought that influenced me like this? And he will answer you because he wants you free. Um, Here's a a kicker. (laughs) I like that. Um, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 6. If you guys can just put that up again. If not, I'll just read it. To Corinthians 10, verse 6, it says, And being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I'm just going to read that again. And being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. What does that mean? When you're obedient, when you do something to remove those strongholds in your life, when you remove everything that is of the enemy from your life, what as your f- 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 father then says in he- uh, 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 um, then says in heaven, he says that when all those things are removed, I can see you not just. Op- 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 you're not just obedient to me but you you love me he says then I will come and he will destroy that which is trying to destroy you so he will destroy any disobedience that is then trying to come against you that's when the Lord then fights battles for you and then you see a a breakthrough does that make sense Amen, amen. Um, And the opposite is also true. So if you're not obedient and pulling the strongholds, God cannot act on your behalf. So let's just keep (laughs) that in mind. And the second last one is to pray. How do we get free is to pray. It says in... Matthew 18, verse 18, it says, Assuredly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. It says actually in the Greek, if you look at that, that what that means is if there's something that you want to heal in your life, if you want to tie the enemy in your life. When you pray, I tie you enemy, if you can put it that way. It has already been done in heaven. So it's not something that will happen after you pray. It's a little bit before you pray. like It's because the Lord knows what you're going to pray. So when you pray for something on earth, it has already happened in heaven. Pray, pray. And lastly is confess over your life who you are, what you are and how the Lord sees you and who you are in God. Use what is in the Bible and in here is many scriptures of how God sees you. Go get those scriptures and declare it over your life. Make it your own. Eat the word. Make it your own that you start to believe his word and not what the enemy says. Not the strongholds. Um, before I pray um, for us, I just want to read a few things that you guys just know how to, how to do a personal a confession. It's just a, a tip, a tool. So I have here a few scriptures, and I'm going to read that out loud. And there's something I do say every day so that it becomes my own, and I start to believe his word. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment I condemn. I am, I am established in righteousness, and oppression is far from me the weapons of my warfare are not carnal this is what we what we read but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds i take the shield of faith and i quench every fiery dart of the enemy i take the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and i use it against the enemy i am redeemed from the curse of the law i am re- redeemed from poverty i am redeemed from sickness I am redeemed from spiritual death. And that's in Galatians 3. I overcome all because greater is he that is in me than he that is of this world. I do not have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings that the Lord has for me in Christ. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Easy. Easy simple it's in the word I read scripture but I believe that's something that the Lord has for me and I make it my own and that's w- another way that I begin to pull down those those lies and beliefs and strongholds Amen Amen Let's um, close in prayer for us hmm. We thank you, Lord, for this awesome day, Lord God. We, we, we thank you that you are truth. We thank you, Lord God, that we can always come to you for truth. We, we, we thank you, Lord God, that yes, you reveal to us who you are and that we can stand on who you are and that we can stand on your promises in your word. We pray, Lord, that you will reveal any strongholds in our lives now, and I'm just going to give you a few a, a moments for that. Yes, Lord, I pray that you will reveal any strongholds in our lives now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we pray, Lord God, that you will give us the wisdom and the knowledge to pull down those strongholds. Because we Lord God are weak we are not strong but you said in your word Lord that you send us a helper your Holy Spirit to help us I pray now Holy Spirit and I ask that you will help us that you will help each and every one of us here to pull down and completely destroy those strongholds Lord God let there be nothing let there be no stone unturned let there be nothing left in us no darkness give us the strength lord to resist the enemy because the enemy will resist this when we pull down our strongholds because they are losing ground so i pray holy spirit jesus make us strong that we will be able to resist the enemy I pray protection, Lord God, over everyone here, over their, their families, their health, their jobs, their finances, their hearts, their minds, what they think. I pray protection over that, Lord God, so that we can think not about the lies and negative things, but what it says in your word, that we think about what is good, what is true, what is noble, Lord God, what is of you. Let us. Meditate on you and your word, Lord God, and your goodness, your glory. Cover us, Lord God, with your glory. Let your glory shine so bright, Lord God, that the enemy can't even see us, that they are blinded. I pray, Lord God, that you will cause chaos in the enemy's camp, that they will destroy themselves and not being able to give attention to each of us. Because you are Lord, our, uh, we, we, we are your children, Lord God. Your kingdom are everlasting. Your kingdom does not back down, Lord God. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against your kingdom. And We are your children, Lord God. And I pray that you will keep on unrem- reminding us that we are your children. And also, God, that you will keep on un- reminding us that you are f- our f- f- Father in heaven. That you are our creator, God, our provider, our protector. And that you as our, 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 our father look after us. And you will not forget us. You look after your children. And thank you, Lord, that we have peace in that. That we are not alone in this battle. That you are with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: And just as we are in this moment of prayer, as Johannes shared, this is not a fleshly battle that we are fighting. And what Jesus did on the cross is that Colossian scripture said that he disarmed all the rulers and the powers of darkness. And this morning, we want to give an opportunity with everyone's head bowed and eyes closed. We just want to pray for a last group of people. And if you are here this morning and you've actually never, ever made a decision to accept what Jesus had done on that cross. To humble yourself and ask the Lord to come into your heart and to say, Jesus, I actually want to follow your way. I want to become whole. I want to be healed. I want to be restored with you in relationship. And I want to be healed of these strongholds in my mind and in my life. Then we want to give you an opportunity this morning. All we're going to do is we're just going to pray with you after the service. And we want to bless you with this gift. It's a little booklet that explains what Jesus had actually done on the cross. And it explains how do I actually start this journey with Jesus. How do I get to a place where I can actually receive what He had done for me. So if there's anyone here this morning, if you've never ever made that decision, just no one is looking around. I just want you to just raise your hand and we are going to ask you to pray with you after the service. If there's anyone here this morning, this is a safe environment and God is calling all His children back. 1 John 2 verse 3 says that we can all be called children of God. Thank you, Jesus awesome. If there's anyone here and maybe you felt too nervous to actually raise your hand or to make that decision in a public place like this, then please come and chat to us afterwards. We would love to pray with you. And the team will just play song number two as we put the service to a close. They can play song number two again and you can feel free to stand and enjoy the song again or you can go and have a cup of coffee. But just know that we want to bless you And um, we pray that the Holy Spirit will really speak to you in this week and will lead you into all areas of freedom. Amen. God loves you. We love you. Have a blessed Sunday. And we hope we see you next week.